What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Happy New Year from What If World, folks. We're replaying one of my favorite episodes this week. It's a very silly story, addressing a question I think every kid has wondered at some point or another. And it's got a sleepover with some of my favorite characters. We'll be back next week with an all-new single-part episode. And before we get into the episode proper, I just want to take a quick minute to thank all of you for calling in and listening and supporting our show. Okay, okay, on to the episode. What if kittens played the clock in spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from Brooke. Hi, my name... Oops, I have a hiccup. Hi, my name is Brooke, and I like American Girl dolls. And my question is, what if babysitters sat on babies? Thank you. Bye. Wow, Brooke, what a great question. I hope you got over the hiccups. You know, I think that every kid has wondered, at one time or another, why they're called babysitters at all. And that reminds me of this one time in What If World, when a few young kids had their very first sleepover. Calling all kids in the car, Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia Every single week, movies, music, even science and Disney, we've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Come on, Zizi, we're running late. Mama Jam was tapping her foot, waiting for her daughter Zizi to get ready. I'll be right there, Mom. She'd been trying to pick just the right board game to bring to the sleepover, but she couldn't make up her mind. Ugh, what Opoly just takes so long to play and... All right, Zizi, looks like I'm going to the sleepover by myself, said Mama Jamma. I'm buckling my safety belt. Zizi grabbed Tab Who, not knowing what else to do, and ran down the stairs. Zizi, you seem kind of nervous, sweetheart. What's wrong? Asked Mama Jamma as they put on their safety belts. 
and their rocket ship house took off into the sky. It's my first sleepover, Mama. I just wanted to make sure I picked out the right game. Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. You're gonna have a babysitter after all. A what? A babysitter! shouted Mama Gemma, but the rocket ship house was getting awfully loud. What's a babysitter? shouted Zizi. Well, a babysitter's a... The engine roared. Sitting on a... Huh? Exactly. A... Roared the rocket ship house. And just make sure you... Or else... And a horrible... And it'll be your own fault. Mom, I couldn't quite make that out. The engines were really loud. Well, not anymore. We're here. It was nighttime in Fairy Glen. Pixies and sprites rushed home for the night. Tooth fairies took off for this bedroom or that. And little pseudo-nymphs cast their spells all over the glen. It was a massive floating hunk of crystal that all the fairies lived upon. During the day, spells made it look like a big fluffy cloud. But at night, as the spells faded, little flightless gnomes used their jetpacks to shoot off and get starlight to capture in tiny glass jars. Mama Jamma and Zizi were at Pixicato's house already. A little silver thimble you might step on if you weren't careful. But bright, warm, glowing light shined through every pinpoint hole. See, the gnomes gather the starlight to make the glen look just like any other stretch of night sky. Um, Mom, I know how the fairy glen works. Oh, you didn't know how the fairy glen works? I didn't know either. But then I knocked over some of that starlight and it got all over me. And starlight's really hard to get out. And then I finally figured it out after that, sort of. Lola, you made it! Zizi went over to hug her little fluffy rabbit friend. Of course I made it. I mean, I don't have a rocket ship out, so I tried to hop up here and that was really tough. But then Spreado Wright came and she teleported me and my mom all the way up here. Well, my sister, but... All right, all right, said Spreado Wright. Hi, Spreado Wright. Hi, Rolla Rabbit. That was Lola's big sister. But she was big enough and rabbit ears that she pretty much raised Lola herself. Hey, ma'am. Hey, Sprite, said Rolla Rabbit. No sign of the babysitter yet? Oh, not yet, said Sprite all right. So let's all wait inside. Everyone joined in a circle, putting one hand at a time in the middle, stacking them on top of each other, and then Sprite all right touched the stack of hands with her wand and... With a little swirl of rainbow dust... They were inside the silver thimble. I can never get over how roomy it is in here. I know. It was Fair Elise. She'd been waiting inside with Pixicato. We are very blessed. Of course, the way the market's growing, we couldn't afford a button in this neighborhood anymore. Oh, quit being modest. You've got a beautiful thimble here. Let's celebrate. Got any of that fairy juice? I think she means... All right, I know what she means. Let's all go in the kitchen let the children catch up. So all the grown-ups pushed their way into the kitchen, and the door swung closed behind them. I'm just ever so happy you both met it, said Pixicato, flying up to her friends. Um, you can drop the accent, Pixie. It's just us. Am I speaking differently? I've been around Fair Elise all day. I hardly know it. Oh man, you're talking like super duper fancy and I don't know what you're saying. Well, I actually do, but it's just the way that you say it. I can barely recognize you. What if I said, cram a sock in it, Lola? <laughs> <laughs> Pixicato stopped acting so stiff, and the three of them sat down together on a silken rug. So, do either of you know what a babysitter is? Asked Zizi. A babysitter? Of course I know what a babysitter is. Uh, yes, I know. It's, um... Well, my mom was explaining it to me on the way over, and I think I know what it is. 
tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. It does sound rather like a human child thing. Well, Enzizi leaned in closer, and so did Lola and Pixicato, until their noses were practically touching. I couldn't make out much, but I know there are a lot of rules to a babysitter. You have to order one in advance, and they always show up late. What else? What else? I'm not sure of all the rules yet, but I think it's like a chair you have to put together. Oh, that's easy. I can make a chair with my fairy wand right now. Shh, shh, let her finish. No, I think you need all the special pieces, like a puzzle, and the chair's only big enough for a baby. A baby? But I'm bigger than a baby. That's right, but it's one of the rules, and we have to build this puzzle chair around us so all three of us are trapped inside. Oh, so horrible. It's everything I always feared. And if we build the babysitter wrong, we'll all be squished together forever. <sighs> and it'll be our own fault. Just then, the door to the kitchen creaked open. And they heard a low, rough, scraping sound. Like four wooden chair legs across linoleum. Oh, dear. I'm getting out of here fast. <sighs> Pixicato turned invisible. Lola burrowed under the silken rug. And Zizi, too big to hide, turned to face the babysitter. Oh, hey, Zizi. I thought you might just like some chairs to sit in there. These fairy types are always floating around. Oh, Mom. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't want me interrupting your friends. It was just Mama Gemma holding a wooden chair. <gasps> Pixicato appeared, and Lola stuck her head out from under the rug. No, it's okay. We don't need a chair at all. Please get it out of here. Look okay, you girls. <laughs> and Mama Gemma dragged the chair back into the kitchen, talking to the other grown-ups. Isn't it weird how we've been friends for years, but this feels like the first time we're ever hanging out? And the door swung shut behind her. Oh, Zizi, you had us worked all up for nothing. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, said Pixicato. But I think I might know, but a babysitter really is. Now, of course you know, you're so smart. Quit holding out on us. Tell us. And Pixicato held out her wand. The little globes of starlight hung around her house, dimmed in response. There was once a girl, long ago. She began dramatically, and she too did not know what a babysitter was. Lola's rabbit foot tapped anxiously. Zizi tried not to chew her nails in fear. And one night, her mother and father went out. But before they did, they stood a little wooden doll in front of the door. Now you sit here, said her father, or else this'll turn you into a baby. And then they left. I don't believe it, said Zizi. Me neither, said Lola. Well, she didn't either, continued Pixicato. But she knew her parents wanted her to be good, so she sat still for a solid hour reading a book. But as soon as she got up, the little wooden doll looked up and zapped her into a baby. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. And she's been stuck that way ever since. You've got it half right, little ones. It was one of Pixicato's dolls. <laughs> Even Pixicato was scared. I'll relax. It's just me. Old, old Lady baby. baby? That's right. It was Old Lady Baby, one of Pixicato's wiser dolls. She'd been sitting atop their bookshelf listening the whole time. The wrinkly old doll, dressed in a cute yellow onesie, went on. Only the little girl was me. And when I was turned into a doll, that little girl came alive. Oh, man. Oh, that's too much. That's too Are much. You messing with us, Old Lady Baby? <laughs> Of course I'm messing with you. I'll tell you what a real... And suddenly Old Lady Baby started a fussin'. What a real babysitter is after... After what? No, please, you've got to tell us now. Oh no, she'll go on like this until she's got her bottle. And Pixicado flew up, 
to put a tiny wooden bottle in the old doll's mouth. And the old lady baby's eyes closed as she enjoyed her bottle. Oh no, I guess we'll just have to wait until the real baby scissor shows up. Well, maybe not. I might have an idea. You think we should run out of here and jump out of Fairy Glen and have Pixicato fly us away forever? No, I think I might have an idea of what a babysitter really is. You do always surprise me with what you know, said Pixicato. Yeah, you are always much more clever than you look, said Zizi. Hey, what do you mean? asked Lola the rabbit, batting her floppy ear in irritation. Ah, that's better. Um, Lola, you were going to tell us a story. Oh, that's right. I was reading this story that takes place in what is world, and it's this kind of creature that usually takes the form of a teenager. And after you go to sleep, it comes into your house and plays on its cell phone, and it eats all your favorite chips. What? I'm sorry, that does sound ridiculous. Well, I didn't finish. They pay it in something called pizza money. So their money is like pieces of pizza that they fold and put in their pockets? I don't know, I guess. And the creature is a teenager, despite having nothing to do with babies or sitting. I know you're right, it's really far-fetched, said Rolla Rabbit. Then there was a knock on the side of the thimble. Oh no, it's a teenager! No, it's a doll that turns you into a baby. I know it's a spooky chair trap, I know it. And they heard a... <whistles> as Sprite Wright teleported outside, and then a... As Sprite Wright teleported back inside, along with the babysitter. Huh? Um, okay. It was a giant hen, big enough to fill half their living room. Mom, what is going on? I told you all about it. It's Babs, your babysitter. Babs, you got everything you need. The giant hen bent its neck to pick a little bug out of its feathers. Okay, Babs, don't let these kids give you any trouble. The giant hen flattened her wings and gave the three kids a shrewd look. Oh, I almost forgot, said Sprite all right. And with a snap of her wand, a big circle of hay appeared in the middle of the living room. All right, girls, night out, and little girls, night in. Bye, kids. And all the grown-ups joined hands, and with a tap of Sprite all right's wand, they disappeared. <laughs> said Babs. What was that, Babs? Asked Lola. She said, it's Mrs. Sitter to you, corrected Pixicato. And, um, what do you do, Mrs. Sitter? asked Zizi. And the giant hen unfolded her big gray wings and wrapped the three girls up in a downy hug. Oh, this is nice. I knew it. I knew it was going to be nice. Oh, I don't really know what we were so worked up. And the giant hen was sitting on top of all three of them like a big, heavy, fluffy blanket. Well... It could have been worse, said Zizi. <laughs> Squeaked Lola. You're right. It is quite comfortable. Hmm. Translated the pixie. And the three young girls, tuckered out from their spooky storytelling, fell fast asleep under the giant hen, who then poked her head into the kitchen and ate all their favorite chips. The end. <laughs> all right, Brooke. I hope you enjoyed your story. And I hope you all feel lucky that what is world babysitters are usually a lot better than a giant hen who sits on you. Folks at home, thanks for helping us get the new year off to a great start. If you want to let us know how we're doing, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It's really quick and it'll help us a lot. I'd like to give a huge thank you to all of my Patreon members. But you patrons are helping us to grow by letting me devote more time to this show. 
please check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld to learn about some of our awesome rewards, including ad-free episodes. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall O'Keefe, my editor and producer, Craig Martinson for our awesome theme song, Jason O'Keefe, our artist, and all you kids out there who use your wonderful imaginations. But don't let them get the better of you. Until we meet again, keep wondering. Keep wondering.